Spirit Radio Podcasts. And it's time now for our parenting slot with Katrina Lynch. And we're going to be talking today about rescuing our children, i.e. when we're, co- we're kind of, as a parent, almost expected to do everything for them and then they kind of forget maybe their responsibilities or is, is it is it our fault sometimes because we do too much rescuing that the responsibility isn't instilled in them? And where is the balancing act? Because you still want to uh, be a good parent. Uh, Katrina is joining me in studio to discuss this very topic. Some people might call it helicopter parenting, you know, when you're just kind of flying around, doing everything. Um, I don't know is it something that is conscious subconscious is it a habit that you just fall into Katrina or does it depend on the person Uh, it's a little bit of everything (laughs) and um, it's something that changes from uh, generation to generation as there was a time when every mammy was at home and uh, so if something was forgotten there was the phone call and of course because as every child knew the mother was at home doing nothing so it was very easy for them to run upstairs or into the kitchen whatever it is get what was forgotten and go up to the school because mommy was at home you could say that in one sense Katrina but in another sense you could argue I mean not that long ago you know um when children reached a certain age 18, 19 they were out they were working they were adults in the world and now yes. that trajectory is kind of lengthened by about oh I don't know 10 years Yes, you <laughs> know, in terms of being like looked after and yeah. mommy or daddy or whatever way you want to put it um, why is that? Well it's if you you only learn by consequences experience Exper- life is the great teacher and if you have to experience the fact that you cannot play football after school because you've forgotten your football gear and you just have to stand on the sideline and watch everybody else. Or if you have to um, sit through your home economics class uh, twiddling your thumbs or whatever it is uh, because you've forgotten your ingredients. Um, that you, If you don't experience that, you're not going to learn to say okay I really don't want that to happen again so I really need to and you have to be responsible for yourself would you tell your family not to be calling you when you're on the radio with me how dare they isn't that absolutely awful apologies apologies but is what's the difference between because uh, I mean you're talking about forgetfulness right yes but is it forgetfulness or is it more just well there's an expectation that I don't need to have responsibility because mum or dad is going to pick up pieces and they're going to drive with my gear if I forget it or whatever exactly yeah precisely that there but it more and more what is happening is and this isn't um, to lay blame anywhere it's just a consequence of our society at the moment more and more children are not being required to think ahead because uh, because there are both parents out working mums are and dads are are getting more and more organized in that uh, because they're going to be out working all day long they are not going to be there to pick up anything that has gone wrong so the briefcases are got ready and put at the whole table and the sports gear is got ready and Mary have you got your home economics ingredients together and Johnny have you got everything for your project because I will not be here to get it for you so um people are and children are being organized there's your lunch there's your sports gear there's your this there's your that into the car off to school so 
they're not even requiring that res- children to think ahead yeah. and and need it. So the when, best when does it start? I mean, I'm thinking of an example, right? Uh, Matthew is a year and a half, but when he um, plays with his toys. Uh, Lego and whatever and it's all over the floor in the evening we sing a little song and he has to clean it up yes and he understands this routine now right now yes. it's a lot slower it would be easier for me and I can understand the temptation for me to just quickly do it and clean up and let's get up to bed and do all the other things I need to do yes are we our own worst enemies sometimes in that we're kind of like oh it's just easier for me to organize the lunches and the gear and the this than have to go through the aggro of trying to instill that responsibility. I know it's it's short-term gain for long-term pain, probably. Exactly. You've described it precisely. And the, the key word here is time. Mm. You know, sort of, I haven't got the time to do this. It's quicker for me to do it myself. And you have to stop yourself dead in your tracks when you do that, because you're actually not fulfilling the purpose for your, your real purpose. Your real purpose is to love and care for your child. And the caring thing in that instance is, I must teach this person how to have responsibility. And you start with the little things and work your way up to the big things. What age did you start kind of giving little responsibilities then to your kids? Or what, when is a good time to start? You know, well, as you were saying there with Matthew, you know, tidying up the toys or something or other. And what you can do is you you add on a little addendum and you say, when the toys are tidied up, then we will have the story or whatever, you know, or when your teeth are brushed, we will then get into bed and read the story or uh, when you have all your stuff ready for football in the evening then you can watch television or something or other that 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 there is kind of it's not just get your school bag ready get your football gear ready get your and that's it because nobody wants to do that how important is it not to, and at what age is it relevant in terms of not cracking so you get that phone call to say i didn't bring my boots or my gear i mean is it it happens once that's fine it happens you know shame on me if you feel me once shame on me if you feel me twice what's the kind of rule in terms of trying to instill that responsibility yes there does come a time when you watch your child walk out the door knowing full well that they that their football boots or whatever it is are sitting in the hall and that they're going to arrive in school and suddenly realise I forgot me blinking boots and that you are not that's tough, to. isn't well, it? That is, that is tough. And But we're only talking in that particular instance about a habitual problem where John it just always keeps forgets it. He never, and no matter what I have done, you know, he never does. Then you have to let it bite. And um, because otherwise you are going to be emptying bags and getting stuff ready. You'll be there at 90 years of age, you know, sort of getting him ready for his retirement party. <laughs> you know? I know, I'm thinking and I'm thinking of my own brothers uh, well into their adulthood now and when certain things are, family holidays are happening and what do you mean you haven't booked my flight? It's just kind of this Yes, my flight's not booked. And you say, yeah, do tell. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Basically, the child psychologists say, never do for a child 
what they can do for themselves. So that obviously depends on the child. I mean, some children are, uh, will be capable of more responsibility at an earlier, earlier age. How do you gauge Precisely. that? Precisely. Now, the tag on to that is, if they don't know how to do it, have you taught them? Because you are the primary teacher of your children. So, I mean, you teach them the basics in life. You teach them how to go to the loo. <laughs> you teach them how to sit at the table with their knives and forks and everything. You don't expect them to just know these things. You teach them to them. And um, it's something that happens in every family. You teach them responsibility. And, you know, I'm talking to myself more than anybody else. Um, I was a very messy person until I spent the first year as a mother in total confusion, never being able to find anything. I could never find, we were back in God's old time then, and we were using terry toweling nappies and pins and plastic pants and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I could never find anything because I was the type of person who my mother used to beat it into my head, a place for everything. And, and everything, everything in its, its place. place. And of course, I would use something and just chuck it there. And then I could never find anything. So my goodness, did I learn by experience that, you know, life runs smoothly if you put stuff away, etc. So we have to teach our children. So and they learn by watching us, you know, so they see you packing your bag or whatever. They see you getting things ready for the morning. And a certain amount of it will be picked up but a certain amount of it has to be taught. And one of the things that I found pretty helpful from the school going age was doing out a little timetable that they could stick on the back of their door or something or other. And you can make it color friendly for a toddler or for maybe four, five, six year olds who are not that great at the reading yet. And so that basically they knew, um, what are the days that I need to have extra stuff? You know, and um, you, that you can they can check their own bag and see do I have my reader in it? Do I have my pencil case in it? I mean, that's all they probably need when they're four, you know, or whatever. But that, you know, as they get older, you can put in, look, this is the day. Do you see the blue, the blue block? That means you have PE that day. That means you have to bring in your runners and your shorts or you have training that day or whatever. So that they can look at it the night before or even the day before. Or when they're going to bed, you can have a look at it with them and say, okay, have we got, have we got yeah, everything? Yeah, so it's a joint kind of response together, yeah. you know. And then, as we've talked before in other areas, the first time you do it, you take the majority of the responsibility and they help you. Second step is you do it together, 50-50. Third step is it they take the main part of the responsibility and you help them until finally they have it themselves. And guys, this takes time. It does take time. And I know you've probably had a tough day and the temptation is, oh gosh, would you just get to bed so I can put up the feet and have a glass of wine or a bar of chocolate or whatever is your thing for relaxing. And yeah, you do, you have to turn around and do this. But as you say, it's, it's for life. And I used to have to say, keep saying to myself, this is my primary responsibility rare good responsible loving children and in a way I really think I mean just having that image of sitting down and going through the watch need for school and everything I do think it is one of those memories you'll look back on and cherish and and the joy of seeing when your children actually do learn those things yes you know is lovely to see 
So just uh, make it out a simple timetable, you know, a chart, laminate it if you want to, and then you can write in on it and wipe it off. Finally a use for that little or Aldi laminator exactly. that they were peddling a few weeks ago. And they'll love it. They will absolutely yeah, love it. it. And they'll spend ages making the chart and scribbling on it and all that making sort of stuff. Making it fun. Yeah. Exactly. Make, make it fun. Maybe it's something you might do on a Saturday. I know you have a thousand and one things to do on Saturday. But, you know, make it fun. You'll spend time with your child, teaching them a sense of responsibility, having a bit of fun. And basically it's planning ahead. Katrina, as always, great advice. The Katrina Lynch joins us every Thursday morning just after 10 for our parenting slot. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.